1: Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision?
1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff. Lauren Vogelbaum here. Some animals have a reputation that's hard to shake. Take the camel spider. Many Americans are familiar with them based on photos that came out of the Iraq War in the early 2000s. A giant desert spider with a leg span somewhere between the size of a pack of cigarettes and a full-grown man's calf though the latter one turned out to be a trick of forced perspective. There were rumors they ran through the desert screaming and jumping on camels that they would hide in ambush and sleeping bags ready to inject you with venom. But U.S. military personnel are not the first to tell stories about the camel spider— in South Africa, they're sometimes called beard trimmers because some people believe that if you sleep on the ground, camel spiders will come trim your hair in your sleep and use it to line their nests. In parts of North Africa and the Middle East, legend has it that they chew at the bellies of camels until their intestines fall out so they can eat them or that they can lay their eggs in their stomachs. None of this is true, of course. For starters, camel spiders are not spiders at all, but solifugids. These arachnids live on every continent except Antarctica and Australia, and all 1,150 species have eight legs and two body sections like spiders, scorpions, ticks, and mites, but they're different enough to belong to their own order. Secondly, they are aggressive, but they're also non-venomous, and the large jaws of most species can't even break through human skin, much less a camel's belly. The largest camel spider has a leg span of around 6 to 8 inches, that's 15 to 20 centimeters, which is big for a spider, but it's not horror movie territory, and they seem to take little to no observable interest in human hair. We spoke with Christy Reddick, founder of The Bug Chicks, an educational company that uses arthropods to teach young people about social issues like prejudice, racism, educational potential, and personal development. She said, The thing about salafugids is you don't really need to make stuff up about them for them to be fascinating. I was in Kenya when I first saw one, and I went to catch it, and it ran up the side of the wall right up to my eye height. It reared back and rubbed its jaws together to stridulate. Some people say they scream, but it's more of a hissing, rasping noise. It had such an attitude. I just fell in love. It would seem difficult to fall in love with an arachnid with the stage presence of a pro-wrestler and the body of an animal whose parts were scavenged from the invertebrate salvage yard, but such is the allure of the camel spider. Redick said, If you do a rapid count of what appears to be legs, they look like they have ten legs, but their first pair are actually mouth parts called pedipalps. I kind of think of them as mouth hands. They help facilitate bringing prey into their big jaws. When they run, they use them kind of like antenna or long legs in the front. They also have mouth claws called chelicerae, which are used for a dizzying variety of purposes, one of which seems to be transferring packets of sperm from male to female camel spiders. Most solifugids are nocturnal, extremely territorial, and top predators in arid ecosystems. They eat other predators in the same size range as them or a bit larger. They even eat each other. They don't have venom. It's unnecessary because their jaws are so powerful— They can manipulate their food through their mouths by sawing their prey back and forth, like an old-timey cartoon character eating a cob of corn. Solifugids are also wildly fast, able to reach speeds of about 10 miles per hour, that's 16 kilometers per hour, and seem to be able to run for as long as you care to chase them. But with that comes a metabolism that requires nearly constant fueling. So they eat a lot, but that doesn't necessarily explain one Solifugid behavior, mass ant assassinations. For some reason, camel spiders will sometimes go after an ant's nest, just tearing ants in half, left and right, until they're surrounded by an enormous heap of rended ant carcasses. Some scientists think maybe they're killing the ants to save them as a snack for later, but Reddick published a paper in 2014 about the diet of solifugids, and she and her co-author found that they don't particularly like eating ants. Another explanation for this behavior could be that they're trying to clear out the ant nest in order to find a nice place to escape the desert sun, but it's really a mystery as to why they do this. Aredic pointed out that another possibility, though, is that camel spiders attack ant nests to get at the larva and pupa inside. She explained, these don't bite and are super soft, squishy little protein and fat bombs. But you can add the mass murder of ants to the long list of things scientists don't understand about solifugids. But remember. Even though they act wild, they can't hurt you. Aretic said, Just because something is a predator, or even defensive or aggressive, it doesn't make it a bad or mean animal. Solifugids have so much great attitude, and they're soft and fuzzy. When you pet one, it's like petting a little mouse. A little demon mouse. Today's episode was written by Jessalyn Shields and produced by Tyler Clang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other creepy crawly topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.